Welcome to Capital P and People Work, a Spark This Day podcast that discusses the intersection of people, wellness, and the future of work. My name is Gabby Lubin, and I am your host. I am also a three-time burnt-out professional, all before I turned 30. I was a textbook case for burnout for five years, and I truly didn't know it. So I decided to commit my professional career to helping others avoid what I experienced. And now I'm the CEO and founder of Spark This Day. At Spark This Day, we match employee workload and stress levels to wellness programming. But that's not what I'm here for today. Instead, I'm here to help you, HR professionals, chief people officers, startups, recruiters, managers, or really anyone who cares about people in the workplace, get better at actually helping people, working with people, leading people. People with a capital P. As this is our first episode, I want to share with you why you might want to listen to this pod, the issues we'll tackle together, who am I and why am I talking about this, what to expect in the future, and the fact that I really want to just hear from you because without you, there isn't really a purpose to this pod. (laughs) See what I did there? It's a capital P of people, purpose. Speaking of which, let's dive into my P for you, as we'll ask each of our guests to provide a P for the pod that they come on. Mine is prioritizing people, and that's where we're going to get started today. In this podcast, we're going to interview and discuss with professionals and people work the realistic as well as ideal experience for people in the workplace. We'll interview HR leaders, chief people innovators, people providers, and more. What you'll get out of this pod isn't a plug and chug solution, but instead we'll break down the complexities that exist in people work and together discover ways of moving towards the future of people work. So why am I the host of this pod? Well, let me tell you a story. In the second year of my professional career, um, I was a teacher and I really put all of my energy into those students, but really into my career as a whole. I would stay late at work. I would be thinking constantly on the weekends about how I could improve. I could catch up on things that I didn't know, um, didn't know how to do at the time, I guess I should say. So I was fully and wholeheartedly putting myself into this profession. And in the second year, I was driving home from a long day. Remember, it was a Tuesday. And it was a day I stayed late at work and had been arriving at 7 p.m. into my parking garage, which was empty of people, yet full of cars and cement columns. And here's what happened. I was so exhausted and so on autopilot, you know, that, that version of yourself where you don't quite know where to focus, um, that as I was parking my own car in my own parking spot, I cut the angle wrong and swiped the entire right side of my car into the cement wall, the entire side. And this was not a moment that I was proud of. In fact, 
you may be able to put yourself into my shoes and think of a moment similar to this that you may not have been proud of. And at the time, I definitely blame myself. Oh, I should have been paying more attention or, oh, this is something that I do every day. Like, what's wrong with me? I must be really tired. And it took me three and a half years after that when I finally left that part of my profession, my career, to realize that it was simply a symptom of burnout that was making itself known. Um, the smaller versions of burnout that might be the anxious sleeping nights or the ruminating thoughts or the biting your nails even, um, the upset stomach, those kinds of things, you, you sometimes can see them or they slowly make their way into your lives. But when you have a moment like this where you literally run your car into the cement wall that you drive by every day, that's something that should speak to you. However, when you're in that space of burnout, it doesn't always arrive. And it doesn't arrive until you take the moment to step away and to have that space for reflection. So it took me three and a half years to do that. And once I did, I decided to make it my mission through Spark This Day, my company, to not let this happen to people because we deserve better, don't you think? We deserve to live, we deserve to breathe, we deserve to leave work at a reasonable hour to grow and raise families. Uh, we deserve to grow plants, have pets, have a life outside of the work that we inhabit. Um, but there's a lot that is uh, in our culture at the moment that makes it difficult for us to do so. And having gone through the pandemic, as we all have, um, there's been a reckoning of what's important to us. So I'm going to bring us back to that word prioritizing, prioritizing people. As we dive into different discussions on the capital P and people work, I want you to remember this opportunity of prioritization and that we're all going to have different, different whys, different things that bring us to the table, different things that we want to accomplish and do. For myself, I knew that doing this work on an individual level wasn't going to be enough. So my um, professional experience previous to creating Spark This Day was on that individual level and then diving a little bit out into the system. So I you know, taught kids and then dove into intervention work, which allowed me to see both the individual and the system at play and think about how do you help the individuals who are struggling in that system. And then I did the same thing um, in the wellness space. I did it in fitness where I taught fitness classes um, not to individuals. I did do some personal training, but mostly group fitness. And then I decided to get a little bit more granular through entrepreneurship and actually coach to this particular pain point of overwhelm and burnout. And what I realized is, and through research, but also through my practical experience, 
if an individual knows their self-care routine and knows what they need, but they exist in a toxic work environment, no self-care can save them. Say that again. No self-care can save them. They have to leave or they're going to get to those spaces of burnout that we talked about. So it really is about system work. And so that's what we're coming to the table with today of this capital P in people work. Because 50% of people quit due to burnout. 87% of companies say that retention is a priority, which does mean wellness. Yet in a recent Boston Consulting Group study, one of the top inquiries, not pilots or programs, but the top inquiries are the beginning stages of thought for the top CEOs around the globe was figuring out employee value proposition, AKA how to retain employees. Because again, there was a reckoning that we had over COVID and beyond COVID. So let's take some time together to figure out what is the future of work? Is it here? Is it tomorrow? Is it in five years? And what can we do to actually plan for that and be proactive for these new folks who are joining us in the workplace? Because I don't know if you know, but Gen Z by 2030 is going to make up 30% of the workforce. And whether we are ready for it or not, we need to be expecting ways in which we can retain and support them in the workplace because they're going to make up a large part of that workplace very soon. So are you ready? <laughs> I am thrilled to dive into this work with you. Um, make sure to favorite um, and subscribe to Capital P and People Work so that you can hear our weekly conversations on how workplaces are navigating this really important topic of people. And if you are looking for a solution today, you can log on to sparkthestate.com to learn more about our product. Um, we are looking forward to hearing more about your stories and your inquiries. But for now, um, we will catch you next time. Ready for an interview. All right. Happy, happy day to you, week to you, and we'll catch you soon. Capital P in people work. This is Gabby Lubin.